the Lehigh Valley's first ever high-end business leader-driven magazine. Network Magazine. Connecting leaders, creating business. Network Magazine covers accounting, banking and finance, insurance, legal, medical, political, real estate, and technology from industry-leading contributors. Online, mynetworkmag.com. This is the Network Magazine Podcast. Podcast. Hi, this is David Olson with Walton Consulting, one of the Network Magazine business partners. Thrilled to be here back at the Steve Mittman social media facilities to do some great recording with uh, two of our contributors from issue number three. I want to introduce our audience, Marta Countess and Ashley Russo, both are media communication gurus here in the Lehigh Valley. Thanks for being here, guys. Thank you. Thanks Thanks. for having us. So you all came together on our last issue and decided you would co-write something for our audience. Can you tell me a little bit about that experience, co-writing together? It was a lot of fun. We, it, was, uh, it was. Ashley and I have known each other for quite a while now, and we wanted to tackle this together because it's obviously a passion project as well as our, our work. But it was fun because we bring the same perspective, but a little twist on it. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And and I think that it's nice because we both truly do not only believe in collaborating, but we actually practice it in our businesses. So the opportunity to kind of put that in print and show that collaboration in writing, I think, is, uh, is, is powerful. Well, first of all, your article for, for our audience sake is called The Five Tips for Creating Effective Video for Your Business. So I'm going to ask you a few questions about that. But you are also the first co-written contribution that we've received. And I thought it came across really well. So I do hope that we get some more people that had the same idea that you do to collaborate on a great topic. So thank you again for being a part of that. Um, you had five primary points that you brought up. And I'm not going to, for the sake of the audience, I'm not going to unpack all of them, but I'm going to hit the, the top five. And, and there are the, the five that you mentioned. Number one, about knowing your audience. Number two, about finding your voice. Number three, about creating your story. Number four, about showing off your, your assets as a business. And then number five, to hire or not to hire a pro. And so what I liked is you, you kind of went at a very high level to help people understand what they need to think about when they go out and produce a video for the business and why it's important. But I think there's some, some deeper questions that business owners aren't really sure what to do with. And one is, how do you even begin to start with your brand? Because your brand on a video should look and feel differently than maybe your brand on a website. So how do you begin to help a business owner think about their brand on video versus what you see on their website? We talked about finding your voice, and I think that that's really key in the beginning because a lot of times businesses know what their brand is, like you said, um, whether it's through marketing or billboards or their website, but they haven't really thought visually. And the thing about video that's really interesting is that it's multi-layered. So people are hearing something, they're seeing something, and often if there are graphics involved, they're reading something. So it's a way to um, communicate your message like in a multifaceted way. And sometimes people haven't thought about what that voice sounds like. I recommend that they look around, look on YouTube, find some videos that that you like from an industry or a business that's similar to your own. Um, and that kind of will help you thinking in that direction. Then the professionals come into play. 
Yeah, and we really get to the point where we are trying to help them build what they want to see. So maybe an owner wants to speak. Maybe they want success stories from their business to speak for them. There are so many ways to tackle it, to tell a positive story, to get the word out about your products and services. It doesn't have to be you standing there, you know, blinking with a a teleprompter. You can get out there and tell your story in a number of very engaging ways. I I just want to mention, I think what you notice is that what Marta and I put are things that I think really speak to the sub because it's not really enough to do something that's just visually pleasing anymore. Um, I don't think that you can do something just because it's flashy or it looks good or it catches the eye. You've got to have content. You have to have story. You have to have substance and depth. And I think Marta and I really, our background are as, as producers, storytellers, and writers. And we've um, kind of adopted that into the video realm. And I think that that is something, if it's important to you as a business owner, you make sure you find someone who is good at doing that. So how do you, if you're a business owner and you're trying to think about doing a video production, how do you determine what's the right strategy as far as do I do something that's funny? Do I do something that has drama? Do I, uh, what am I trying to grab the attention of my, my audience with? How, how, do, how does somebody like a business owner figure that out? Well, or that, do they need you well, that, to really help them do Ashley that? Ashley and I <laughs> talked about that is where we come in. You know, there are so many people that say, oh, I want a viral video and I want to be really funny. Well, unless you have a, like a trained monkey or a, a flying dog, it's really tough. So people have that expectation that I'm going to get out there and I'm going to be hysterically funny or really smart or whatever. And, and that's what Ashley and I try to do when we meet with a client to try to like frame what they really want to say, you know, what the real message is, because... My funny might not be Ashley's funny, might not be David's funny. So, you know, you can offend with funny. So you need to be very mindful of what your message is, what you're really trying to say about your business. And if you want to be funny, fine, but don't bank on that to get your viral video seen or heard. And we hopefully are able to work with a client to tell them how different types of video will convey their message. And that will give them a sense of what they want to be reflective of their brand. One person might love something short with graphics and voiceover, whereas someone else, as Marta had mentioned, might prefer real testimonials and people speaking on their behalf, Mm -hmm. whereas someone else might prefer someone uh, within the organization speaking about themselves married with graphics. There's so many ways to do it. And when you have the experience of doing a lot of video, you get a sense of what will work with different brands. And, you know, you get to know, you have to really get to know your client. This you is do. not a quick process. To, what's the heart of your story? You know, what heart do you want to say? You know, you, you can tell them about your products and services all day long, but what's the heart of your business to make somebody really want to work with you? How do they determine when they should be using their own people versus like paid actors? Is there any cut and dry formula for that? Well, no, but I'm always a fan of real people whenever humanly possible. I think that if you're really good at producing, you can get real emotion, real uh, feeling out of real people. There are certain scenarios, um, you know, where sometimes something is very sensitive. So it's difficult to get real people to share their story or to even be seen in in a storyline that might be, um, you know, sensitive in nature. In that case, that's where I would say actors might come into play. What about if a company is a business-to-business versus a business-to-consumer model? Does that change what they might want to do with their videos? It can, actually, because I think a presentation by a paid spokesperson at that point is understood in that marketplace. I think what Ashley's saying, when you're going for the consumer, get the heart, get the real people to speak 
their truth. However, when it's a you know business to business thing and you're trying to sell a product that needs a widget explained, bring somebody in there that can explain the widget, you know, professionally and and present well on camera. That's not so much a heartfelt story. That's just a factual story. And those are different. And back to what Ashley said, the truth is, you know, we can tell you what might work best for your client and then put it in the field and help you make that happen. Well, I loved how you, you point out in your article that if you do um, a video and you do it properly and you have it positioned on your website in the right place, that you can really increase the SEO activity of your website, which is awesome. I didn't know some of the stats that you shared in your article. Um, They're huge, actually. Yeah. It's sort of alarming when you see it. And people, and I think what's happening is people are starting to catch on um, that video is critical. It's critical to spreading the word. It's critical to your SEO. Um, and in order to do that, you need video. So I think more and more people are coming to that conclusion. Certainly good for us from a business perspective, right. but we want to make sure it's being done right as well. Well, and I think that's the frustration with many business owners. They could employ any number of video companies to do a good solid video and then they don't know what to do with it. So beyond, a huge problem. it's a huge problem. You know, you can create great video, but if you don't put it on your website and you have it transcribed and all the other things you do with SEO, which professionals know how to do, it is just an asset that doesn't really get any play. You need to be pushing it on your social media. You need to be putting it out in email. It's not just made to sit in one place. And that's the joy of it. You have this asset that can be used across multiple platforms, but you need to know how. And that's, again, sort of where a professional hand really is helpful. So you brought up a couple of approaches on distribution, and most of it related to the web. How do you determine with a video, if you produce a really great video, I don't know if it's bef before you shoot the video or after on what you're going to do about other distribution strategies. Because obviously it can get really expensive depending on how you want to push the video out and to what markets and to what types of your audience. So how do you help your client figure out what distribution strategy they should come up with? Well, I think it's a lot of Q&A. You find out what it is they're looking to accomplish, what mediums they're already implementing, as well as what they kind of can have at their fingertips. So a lot of times we, we find the same, Marta and I had a great time doing this because we found that we had a lot of the same um, successes as well as the same challenges in the business and a lot relates to how to push it out. So I find often um, businesses won't think about the a video that could play at their board meeting or at a, a gala or um, on a, creating a YouTube channel for them or helping push it out for social media. Often a longer format corporate video can be sliced apart into individual testimonials or short pieces mm -hmm. that can be. So a lot of it's Q&A and really getting to know the client. And again, this is why it isn't a quick iPhone video process because there's so much more to it. It's a lot more in-depth than just creating the video. Well, and one other point before we go down that iPhone road, I think one of the things that you have to make certain is short is sweet these days. People like little short nuggets. None of us really want to sit around and listen to a five-minute presentation. We want the 30-second version. That seems to be the trend. YouTube likes that. That's how we push a lot of things out. Ashley has a very robust platform with her television show, The Peak. So, you know, if you can be on a television show and then follow that up with social media postings, that's a very robust way to do it. I've found YouTube ads have been working for some of our clients as long as they're gently selected in that target market. So, again, it's you can absolutely do it yourself, but it's always wise to ask somebody that's done it a few times and had some success. 
Well, speaking about knowing uh, how short or long we should be for our audience, I think we've come to a conclusion of, of our broadcast today. I want to, first of all, thank you both uh, for, for being contributors, for your great content, for unpacking some of this with our audience. Again, Ashley Russo with um, Peak TV and Marta Countess with Countess Communications. Look forward to having you both hopefully co-write a follow-up piece. We would love in, uh, it. One It'll of our fun. next <laughs> issues. And again, thank you for uh, seeing both of you today with us and have a great rest of the day. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Check out Network Magazine at MyNetworkMag.com. There you'll find the latest issue along with all things social media. MyNetworkMag.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. 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 Steve Mittman social media.com.